Welcome to the Catholic Influencers Podcast, where we go deeper into the Sunday Gospels reading to help you influence the world for Jesus. I'm Father Rob Gallia. And I'm Denny Sullivan. And this podcast is presented to you by FRG Ministry. So welcome to the Catholic Influencers Podcast. We're so blessed and great that we get to share this moment with you from our homes, isolated, away from each other. How are you doing, Danny? All the way in Shepparton. Yeah, I'm doing really well. As you can see, I'm set up in the spare bedroom of my mum and dad's house. So I've moved back here for isolation because the alternative was hanging out by myself in Bendigo. And I didn't want that. So I've been here over four weeks now and I feel like a teenager again. Like wow. I hide out in my room and I fight with my brother and then I'm sassy to mum and dad. And I'm like, am I 26 <laughs> or 16? I don't know. <laughs> well, I have yeah. no one to fight with. I'm absolutely isolated by myself, but I'm loving it. Of I'm, I'm sure you're envious as well. Uh, nah. Well, you, having your family, I would have rather been with my family. Yeah. So, and like yeah. dad and Pat, so my brother and my dad, they go out and work every day. So like me and mum are the only ones home. We've got our 10.30 coffee. That's our daily routine. Oh. And then she ignores me until five o'clock so you're gonna miss it today because we're actually recording at 10 almost 10 30 this morning I know, I know. to give you this podcast you're gonna father up you're gonna have to get my mom's forgiveness <laughs> <laughs> i'll have to send some flowers or something yeah. which she'll be disappointed again yeah. <laughs> i sent some flowers to to our staff and and one of the your mom yeah. Opened the flower. Yeah, yes, they she... got delivered to the front door and my mum went and answered the door and then she came and knocked on me and she's like, you got some flowers? And there was no name on it. It just said like, dear Danny, something, something, something. And then there was no name. And I was like, oh, that sounds like something Father Robert, right? So I like text you. I was like, is they from you? If so, thank you. And my mum was disappointed. She's like, oh, <laughs> I thought they might have been from a boy. Well... Even uh, though I am a boy, but not someone who was interested in you romantically. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. So, mum's pretty upset, actually. Uh, and okay. now you've so stolen well, her coffee, so. <laughs> not on the good books. But uh, um, it's such a, uh, again, as I said, such a, a difficult time, but such a, a time of blessing as well. We've been so creative as a team, as an FRG ministry team. We're actually, um, our work has increased. Our opportunities have increased. Danny can, can vouch for that. Um, but it's just so exciting to see that God, even through a mess, can turn out a message. And this is what we have seen over the last few months, to the point where now we're actually hiring a new staff member. Like, what? what? That's so exciting. I can't wait. But also, so, like, I just miss the team so much. I think me and Janine yes. are messaging, like, nearly every hour going, okay, when we have our first coffee back in the office, what cake shall we get? <laughs> <laughs> there you go. What plans. about... You should be discussing what, what emails should we be answering? What, what projects should we... we we'll be working on you know we're working hard (laughs) (laughs) you are you are very good but it's uh, um such a great opportunity but we know also it's really hard for some um those who have lost work those who are struggling at this moment so we're just grace um we will pray for you but uh, even in this moment of grace we're thinking of you and praying for you as well and this is what we do as frg ministry as well we're creating resources for you to encourage you to strengthen you and um we're also grateful for this growth and with this growth also we're at the moment seeking ways in which we can sustain and so we'll talk to you a little bit about this at the end and through our patreon account (laughs) 
<laughs> this uh, also this just so you know this podcast is uh, a li- is being broadcast on video as well so it's going to be available the next one how about Danny the next one we actually do it live on video that will be really good <laughs> so when I talk about certain things you can see Danny cringing you can see Danny laughing you can um, see which you, is usually it, fine because it's behind the scenes and I can like pull a face like father Rob why'd you say that or like oh I have no idea what I'm doing and now all of that is broadcast so oh, it is yeah. it is so for, if I hold written. like this coffee cup I'm holding in front of my face just assume that I'm I don't know Probably doing something Hiding. I wasn't expecting <laughs> trying to not, do. Trying not to react. Yeah, yeah. So, do uh, you have any stories for us? Anything exciting happening? Uh, as we're, uh, <laughs> All I do is stay <laughs> isolation. home. Um, nothing exciting, really. Uh, working hard. It's really good, actually. I love working from home because I get lunchtimes with my dog. So, I have morning coffee oh, with yeah. my mum, lunchtime with my dog. Uh, so, it's good. <laughs> but nothing exciting. And then... And then evening with dad and brother who come home from work. Yeah, we've actually started what playing. A life. <laughs> what a life. We've started playing a lot of card games and we have like a cumulative score. And I'm not winning, but I think I'm on equal <laughs> last. So it's all right. We just have to stay a little bit <laughs> At longer. At least you're not last. Yeah. Last, last. <laughs> that would be the worst. I was last week. What oh, about wow. you? What have you been doing? At your home. Well, I've been working, just working, recording, recording songs, recording videos. Um, I've obvious, I'm like, I'm getting also a lot, overwhelming amount of requests of people. Can you record a video for this? Can you record a video for this? Also, now I'm getting ready for Weekend Mass, which is broadcast live. We get about 12,000 people, by the grace of God, also tuning into this Mass. And so we're, um, I'm, I'm putting a lot of work and effort into this. This week, um, we're going to have someone um, in from from. Australia last week we had someone from um, Canada and then the following week we're going to have musicians that by the time you listen to this actually this is going to be the um, from India so musicians from India so live from India so we're blessed that we can have a universal church even when we're in a little chapel but I think let's get to the scripture verses we're going to read now um, the scripture I'm assuming Danny you have the Bible right there in front of you I do (laughs) I came prepared Okay, so um, I'm going to hand over to Danny, who's going to read the scripture. She has one take. She has to do this in one take. Um, usually we have editing where, uh, so possibility, much. but because this is on video, the pressure is on. And the worst part is I really need to cough. So I'm just going to quickly do that off screen. Yes, do that. <clears throat> there you go. And I'm back. And now back. <laughs> All right. So there's Sunday gospel for this Sunday comes from John chapter 14, verses 1 to 12. Let not your hearts be troubled. Believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house there are many rooms. If it were not so, would I have told you that I go to prepare a place for you? And when I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and will take you to myself, that where I am, you may be also. And you know where... And you know the way where I am going. Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know where you are going. How can we know the way? Jesus said to him, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father but by me. If you had known me, you would have known my Father also. Henceforth, you know him and have seen him. Philip said to him, Lord, show us the Father and we will be satisfied. Jesus said to him, Have I been with you so long, and yet you do not know me, Philip? He who has seen me has seen the Father. 
How can you say, show us the Father? Do you not believe that I am in the Father and the Father is in me? The words that I say to you, do I, not, I do not speak on my own authority, but the Father who dwells in me does his works. Believe me that I am in the Father and the Father is in me, or else believe me for the sake of the works themselves. Truly, truly, I say to you, he who believes in me will also do the works that I do, and greater works than these he will do, because I go to the Father. Whatever you ask in my name, I will do it, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask anything in my name, I will do it. Amen, amen. There's so much there. Like the, each, each, there are so many sections about what Jesus said, even while I was preparing for this. And even Danny, I think, like, where do I begin? So overwhelming because there's so much <clears throat> like, oh, yeah, truth, the way to life. But also, like, we're going to do greater works than Jesus. But also, like, he's going to go prepare a place for us. Like, there's so much to focus on. Yeah. It's and, a lot. And this, each one is, like, as important. But the thing is, one of the things I've learned as well when doing homilies, when preparing, is to choose a pearl of great prize, to choose something, to choose one thing that I want to emphasize. Because I think this is one of the things, the dangers of preaching is that you can just pick up so many pearls, so many things, and you leave people lost. And so always I try to choose the one point and try to go with that. And this, But this in this case, because it is an extended podcast, we're going to choose two points. We're going to talk about um, Jesus being the way, but also that there are many rooms in the Father's house. And so maybe we'll focus a little bit of that because I love this. It says there are many rooms in my Father's house, and which is so encouraging, so encouraging. But what did Jesus mean by that? I think two things. The first thing is that he said there's enough room for you in heaven. There's enough. I wrote a song about this. There's a, a room for you at the foot of the cross, which is literally the same thing. There's room. Uh, for, for mercy for you. But the thing is, it's only there if you want it. So St. Teresa, I think it was uh, uh, the little flower, said this. She said, I, I just hope and I pray that, that heaven is full and hell is empty. How awesome would that be? But we know that also through scripture not to be so, because if, if everyone went into heaven, then Jesus is taking away our free will. Because we have to have the freedom of not going to heaven if we don't want to go to heaven. And so this is where Jesus is talking about. Yes, that there are many rooms, there are many more nigh in my father's house. And there's room for you if you want it. But it's not going to be easy to achieve. And so we have to fight for that. We have to fight and live this life to try and, and make it into heaven. I think it's really interesting, like, where this comes in the scripture. So it's John's gospel. But right before this, it's like the discourse at the Last Supper. So Jesus mm-hmm. has been sitting around with all the apostles and he's said, oh, I'm going and you can't come with me. And then he says, one of you's going to betray me. And then he mm. says, oh, Peter, you're going to deny me three times. And then he follows it up with this. So that's I think that must be why he starts with don't let your hearts be troubled, because uh, if I was an apostle and he said, oh, I'm going, you can't come. And one of you is going to betray me. And then Peter, the leader, like he's the boss after Jesus, <laughs> he is you know, <laughs> going to deny him three times. 
I would panic. I would be like, well, why are we here then? So I just think like Jesus must be offering them so much comfort in that moment. Like, don't worry. Like there's plenty of room for you. Like I am going to go, but I'll come back and get you. Um, so yeah, there has to be a lot of rooms because there was 12 of them plus everyone else that's going <laughs> to come afterwards. Yes. And uh, this is what he's saying, that there is room for you, but it's not by your own strength. So like, chill, guys, stop trying to achieve this by your own strength or think that even though you fail, you're not going to make it. Yeah. This is what Jesus is saying. But then he continues it. He puts like sort of a, a premise to this. He says, look, uh, there are many rooms in my father's house, but... I'm going and I'm going to show you the way. Not only am I going to show you the way, but I am the way. I am going to take you there. And so it's not about how good you are or how many times you've denied me or how faithful you've been to me, but it's everything to do with me, with Jesus. The, I am the strength. I am the one. I am the one who's going before you. What's, do you remember what the Greek word for that? Prodomos. Prod prodomos. Yeah, prodromos. See, it's, uh, that is it. very good. Thank I'm impressed. You. Well, I remembered it because it sounds like the app that times how long you work for. Pomodoro. Ah, well, po Pomod Pomodoro, is, that's Italian for tomato i think it's got a tomato i don't know <laughs> <laughs> i struggle with english i'm not going to go yeah. into other languages <laughs> so prodromos jesus is saying i am the prodromos i'm the one who's going before you so the prodromo in greek is uh, uh, or oh, is it latin i'm not sure but it's what it's saying is that it is that prodromai was used it's actually latin so it was used in two ways the in the roman army the prodromai were the people who went first. So the army that of foot soldiers who walked first. The way and the ones who walked, walked first were the ones who knew the way. One, two. But they were the ones who were ready to take all the arrows. You know, when the arrows came, they were the first to be killed. They were the first to be injured. And so Jesus is saying, I am the prodroma. I am going to be the first one to be killed. I'm going to be the first one to open the door to be crucified. But the thing is, don't stay home. Follow me towards death on a cross. This is crazy. Jesus tells us through the scripture, pick up your cross and follow me. He's not promising us comfort. He wasn't promising the disciples an easy life and saying, hey, you can do whatever you want and I'm going to make a way for you to heaven. No. He's saying, I'm going to show you the way, but the way is going to be hard. It's going to be, it's going to require you to pick up your cross, to deny yourself and walk towards me. And I'm going to be the way. I'm going to be the truth. I'm going to be the life. But also the prodromos was also the pilot boat, the boat that went before the other ships. Again, the ones that took the bombs, that took the arrows, that took the, the water mines, and that broke the ice for the others to go through. And so Jesus would have used this image in the scripture as it was written. He's saying, hey, I am the one who's going to show you the way. I'm the one who's going to break the ice. I'm the one who's going to take the arrows. But follow close behind because I am the way. You cannot do this by staying home. I'm probably using a bad analogy right now because we should be staying home. Stay home. Except, que except Queensland and Perth today opened their doors so now they can go out. But anyway. So um, they, uh, the, the Jesus is saying, like, you have to be close behind, okay? Because I am the way. Uh, don't don't think you can. 
follow another God. Don't think you can follow another way and, and do it by your own strength. Yes, I am the way. I'm going to show you the way to heaven to the many rooms, but come with me. And so this is what Jesus says. It's a difficult instruction. He says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. I'm the one who's going to take you there, but he's not going to take us there by telling us where to go. You know, like many prophets told people where to go. So go straight, go left, go right, follow this. This is the way of truth. This is the way of purity. This is the way of holiness. But they didn't really follow that themselves. You see, the way of truth and the life, Jesus was not saying, I'm going to tell you where to go. He's not stopping you in the car and telling you, go straight, turn left, then turn right, then turn left, then go straight. Because you're going to, at least I, <laughs> I'm like, going to get lost. That is really good that he showed you the way by going the way, because <laughs> exactly. you would... Who knows yeah, I'd get up. lost. <laughs> so even I get lost with a GPS. But this is what Jesus is saying. He's saying, "I'm g- just come with me. I'm going to take you out. I'm going to show you how to get there." This I think this is something so beautiful that this is just this is what Jesus is saying is I am the prodromos. I'm the prodroma. I am the one who's going to take you there. But you need to follow close behind me. So, and how can he do that? How can he do that? It's because he has a perfect vision of God. You see, before that, no one had ever seen God. Only Moses had seen the back of God. And this is what upset the apostles in the scripture. And they upset the, the prophets and, well, not the prophets, who are they? The Pharisees, those people in the scripture. They got upset because they're saying, hey, what do you mean you've seen God? How can you be a prodromos? To be a prodromos means that you actually have seen where you need to go. No one has seen the Father and lived. No one has seen God and lived. But he's claiming to have seen God. And wow, like that Jesus is the way and he's showing the way. And, and that the only way he can do that is because he has seen the face of God and continues to see the face of the Father. I just think, like, surely the apostles, they, you know, were a bit distressed, got a bit of comfort, but they would have walked away from that with more questions because they didn't have the full understanding yet. Like, Jesus hadn't been through the crucifixion and the resurrection and then, you know, when he ascended. Like, they didn't have the knowledge from the Holy Spirit. They were like, okay, so the Father's in him, but he's in the Father, and he's the way, the truth, and the life. Like, we we know the, like the how of it all because like mm-hmm. we have the full scripture but the apostles wouldn't have had that so yeah jesus telling them like i'm the way i'll go i'll go first follow me i'll go through it all and i'll open the gates of heaven like he knew that was all going to happen but surely the apostles were just confused yeah of course and this is a lot of the scripture eh? it's these apostles were so confused until it started making sense on resurrection sunday and when i say that it started making sense i mean it started making sense not it all made sense all of a sudden resurrection sunday oh oh my goodness that's what it all makes sense no it took years and years for them to come to that conclusion you know when someone uh, sort of you go through something even a tragedy or something you it you don't all of a sudden the what ifs and uh, the the things that someone said and that's why they said it it takes years for it to unfold and to realize why they said what they said and so this is how it was with Jesus it took years and years and the scriptures were written in fact years after when it was pretty much figured out 
So um, it's, it's easier said now, but the adventure of the unveiling of revelation, of understanding what Jesus said, to would have taken years and years and years. And they finally come to this, it all started to make sense, in the light of the resurrection of Jesus, the prodromai, who went through, went through the cross, but also came out of the other side. And because he came out of the other side, he uh, is in heaven and he made it to heaven. Now, it makes sense. It makes sense. And now we have the strength to fight. Now we have the determination to go to heaven because we know that Jesus, the prodromos, has gone before us to the monai, <laughs> to, the, to the many rooms that is prepared for us. So I think we'll go on to the topic right now. Daniel, what are we going to talk a little bit about today? Do you have a song for us, first <laughs> of all? <laughs> um. Well, I think we've spoken about heaven in a different mm-hmm. podcast. So that was the one heaven song I knew. Um, yeah. Jeff, if you give me a song, I can probably sing it. Yeah, that was an old one. I don't know if it's well before your time. but wasn't born that Ooh, one. heaven is a place on earth. Yeah, I thought about that. And then I thought about the rest of the words. And thought, no. ah. Well, that's all I know. Yeah. But heaven is not a place on earth. No, it's we get not. a taste of heaven on earth. Yeah, that song anyway, is let's t- theologically incorrect. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Okay, um, we're, we're going to well, let heaven. go of this we're song. We're going to talk about heaven. <laughs> yeah, we're moving okay, on. <laughs> let's talk about it. Okay, moving on. Um, so heaven, um, t- what do you think heaven's like? Well, <clears throat> not quite sure. Me personally, I mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, I picture a very beautiful place, but it's mm-hmm. mostly nature. But then mm-hmm. where do we live? And I don't really know. Because, okay, here's the problem. I'll tell you my problem, Father. Mm-hmm. I am very, I don't know if I should, like, I know that heaven must be beautiful and perfection Mm -hmm. and it is eternity. And for a fickle little human like me, that is so daunting because, like, our life is in space and time and we go days and days and days. And the, like, I mean, I've been stuck in the house for four weeks only, or maybe a little bit longer, and it just seems to go on and on. So I'm like, okay. So I have to like remind myself that there is no concept of like space and time as we know it on earth in heaven. And then I'm like keen, I'm ready. But when I think about it, I'm very human in my thoughts. So it's daunting and I don't know much. Well, I, I suppose that makes sense because if we think about it in space and time, no matter how beautiful beauty is, you can get bored of beauty. You know, I mean, you can be in the Sistine Chapel and be amazed for an hour, but like spend 10 hours in there, you just think, ah, I've seen enough, you know, (laughs) spend six months in there and you won't, you just want to get out, you know, even six days, you know, (laughs) but this, this is the idea as well that heaven is not in space and time. There's no sense of time, but also I believe that, and even through scripture, we can understand that heaven is not static. It's not only, it's a state, not a place, like a state of being, but it's not a static state of being. Because you see, this is what heaven is. Heaven is unity with the one we love. It is the one we have spent this life with. Now we are finally united with them and our hearts are filled, overflowing with love for them. 
But the thing is, love cannot be static. It is not static. As we love the person, we become like the person. Also, that person influences us and changes us. And also, we influence that person. It's not that God changes, but our experience of love changes and it's transformed. And in fact, if you go back to the monai in the scripture, one of the ideas that would have come to the mind of the the readers of the scripture of monai was that there are many monai in my father's house, that there are different sizes of houses. There's a progression of houses that we go through. Now, you could take it as each according to their merit, who, let's say, the person who is holier gets a bigger house and the one who... But it's, I think the point was that there's a progression of growth, even in heaven, to the love of God. Because if it were not, if it were static, it would just be just paused. You see, but God is living, God is alive, and love is alive, and love is, is growth, but not in, the time of, not in the way of space and time as we understand it. So it's, in a sense, it is a mystery. Anything that is outside of space and time is a mystery. Okay, it's a mystery because we cannot conceive, we cannot perceive, we cannot think out of space and time. Our brains are just not capable of doing it. We can only think of the concept of a, of a sphere out of space and time. And angels, like, I don't want to be surrounded by small, naked, flying angels. Like little you know stupid I mean? cartoons. Yeah, like, it's, like, there must be, like, just so amazing. I just imagine the throne of God, you know, like, the, if you take Revelation, the book of Revelation, how they describe heaven. Oh, my goodness. It's just, like, unbelievable. You know, we think, we sing in Mass, we say, holy, holy, holy. But where that is mentioned in scriptures is just ridiculous. It's the millions of angels and saints crying, holy. And as, as just think of God being so incredible, so awesome. And like, say, the way they, it's it described is like God moves his little finger just slightly, just slightly. And the angels are just blown away, millions of angels. And they say, wow, holy, just the move of his little finger, you know, and then he moves his head, you know, and like everyone screams, holy, you know, and that's the holy, the awe, the amazement of God. That's why they repeat holy, 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 because everything just is just mind-blowing of the holiness, of the otherness, of the transcendence, of the magnificence, the might of God. And this is the beauty of heaven, that we are going to be eternally amazed, eternally growing in love. And uh, this is something that we can look forward to, because again, I don't want to be stuck in a static heaven. A place where I'm just loving and being loved. Fine. Okay. I need to do something else as well, you know? So heaven is, is bigger, is, is, is bigger than we could ever imagine. There is a quote from Venerable Fulton Sheen that I've just got mm -hmm. on the side of my screen here because I read it and I was like, whoa. And then I was too scared <laughs> to paraphrase it because I would ruin it. So uh, uh, Venerable Fulton Sheen says, it is the mystery of the Trinity which gives us the answer to the quest of our happiness and of the meaning of heaven. Heaven is not a place where there is mere vocal repetition of alleluias or the monotonous fingering of harps. Heaven is a place where we find the fullness of all the fine things we enjoy on this earth. Heaven is mm -hmm. a place where we find it 
in its plentitude, those things which slake the thirst of our hearts, satisfy the hunger of our starving minds, and give rest to unrequited love. Heaven is the communion with perfect life, perfect truth, and perfect love. And oh, wow. isn't that so good? Yeah. Like, but this is it. <laughs> yeah. So, the, but you see, and, and heaven, we cannot be more satisfied than we, like, just imagine your happiest, the most peaceful moment like that for all eternity. But knowing, you know, even when you're at your happiest and your most peaceful here on earth, there's always like that, that fear almost that that's not going to last forever. Mm. But in heaven, not only that, you're feeling this incredible peace and thinking, oh my goodness, I've never felt this way before. I don't think I can feel this way more than I'm feeling this way. But you know there's a knowledge that you're going to feel more peace and more love every moment. And it's never going to backtrack. It's never going to feel less love. And this is where we move the progression of monai to monai to monai as we allow God to fill our hearts, to fill our lives to make us more holy, more like Jesus. But the thing is, if you take that concept that is out of space and time, imagine, imagine that concept, that idea of heaven could start here on earth. And it actually does. You see, as we grow in love with Jesus, now St. Paul says that we can only see God through, through a speckled mirror, like through a, a thwarted mirror. That's the only way we can see heaven on this earth. There's no way we can see the holiness, the purity of God from the brokenness that is our humanity. But once we break through that, even that speckled mirror is enough to keep us going to start heaven here on earth. Not the feelings of it, not the experience of it, but the quest of it, of becoming more like Jesus, of, of taking up your cross, following the prodromos, taking up your cross and following him. It is a painful way to heaven. And that's why not everyone can pay the price. Not everyone is willing to pay the price. And they have to have the free will of not paying that price, of not following Jesus, the prodromos. But the consequence of that, of, of living in sin, is death. And so even though there is heaven, there's also not heaven. There's hell. There's the absence of this love, of the monai. There's the absence of the presence of God for all eternity. And we can choose that by the way we live, by the way we choose not to follow Jesus, which is a scary concept. But Jesus says, he says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one can come to the Father except through me. But also he says this, it's a narrow road. It's not a wide road. Even though there are many houses, it's a narrow road to those many houses. And that's because it's a road that very few. Uh, this is a child that's given up for you and for many so that sins may be forgiven, not for everyone. It used to be in the Eucharistic prayer, it was given up for you and for all. But they changed it because the trans original translation is not for all, it's for many. There you go. You see? And, and that's because there are many, but not everyone. That didn't say for the majority, it says for many, yes, many. But because the road is narrow, narrow. Not everyone's going to embrace heaven and want to get to heaven. I've spoken a lot. You got me distracted <laughs> by the Eucharist. I miss the Eucharist. <laughs> yes, we do. With yeah, with I'm privileged. I get to celebrate the Eucharist. Even in my studio, I have the Blessed Sacrament. I mean, I'm blessed. Like I'm really blessed. Oh, but this. It is really hard being away from the Eucharist right now. 
And um, yeah, that is one of the the source and summit of our faith, the prodromos, the, the Jesus who leads us to the monai there in the Eucharist. But we will return. We will be back. So Father Rob can probably tell, and anyone that chooses to watch the video can probably tell as well. <laughs> I think my like, when I get distracted, my eyes just glaze over. <laughs> yeah, like, so Father Rob's just like, uh, she's lost and i got to like bring yeah. her back. <laughs> and that's exactly yeah. what happened. I was like, it's a really good point. And as soon as you said the word Eucharist, I was just like, Whew. Oh, Eucharist. Yeah. <laughs> Off the grace. Um, but it was a really good point and I really liked it. I don't think you talk too much. Okay, thank you. <laughs> but I think having said that, I think we need to conclude here. We've been talking for a while. I think I don't have the timing on my um, how long we've been, but I think we've I been, think there been a while. 30 minutes because my coffee is 25 minutes late with mama. <laughs> <laughs> and I've finished this one. So, uh, okay. It's time for two. So, anyway, let's conclude here. Um, maybe we'll pray uh, um, a Hail Mary together and just uh, that will be strong. Danny will lead us in this Hail Mary so that we just can continue being strong, um, heading towards heaven and being ready also to, to follow Jesus, to pick up our cross and follow him. Oh, that was beautiful. <laughs> so, we'll pray together for our Blessed Mother's intercession. Hail Mary, full of grace, full of grace. the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy, Holy Mary, Mary, Mother of Mother God, of God pray, for us pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Amen. And so now and we have a few announcements as well. Um, I'm going to hand over to Daddy, to, <laughs> da- Daddy, to Danny. <laughs> it could be worse. It could have been Dunny. That's yeah. actually, I don't know what's worse. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Which go. one's worse? Um, so, yeah, I guess what you mentioned at the start, Father Rob, is that like we are doing so much at the moment to try to reach out to people that are kind of isolated and ourselves as well. We need spiritual nourishment. So we're doing a few resources and that's crazy. So we're trying to get someone else on board because I think Janine and I and you as well, Father Rob, are a bit brain dead. <laughs> it's been an mm. intense few weeks. Um, but that means that, you know, we have extra costs involved with that. So you can actually become a patron of FIG Ministry, which means you join the team, you get some sweet rewards. You released an EP recently, Father Rob. Yes, of- a worship EP, which we're offering exclusively to the Patreon and anyone who donates on FRG Ministry International as well. And having said that, I also want to, I'm um, so grateful to um, Carol as well, who's on our team and who does so much work as well to, to bless us and to bless this ministry. Um, but you too can become part of this ministry. You too can journey with us. If you are part of Patreon, you're actually journeying with us. We continue to communicate with you, continue to give you resources and amazing stuff that we work so hard to, to bless others with. You'll be the first to get it and everything for free. So um, as being part of this journey, but we really need your support right now. And I know it is tough for everyone. I know it is difficult for everyone, but also we need to, the gospel still needs to be preached. We still need to go to the ends of the earth to reach people who are desperate for hope right now, desperate for the church in a new media and a new means right now. And this is what we're offering. And they can contact us as well. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Podcast. At, what's the email again? Podcast at FIGministry.com. <laughs> yes. And also we have snail mail, PO box 
10th um just to keep an eye out of this sunday um also the sunday of mass is that is that right mm. the 10th um there's going to uh, those of you in australia watch the abc there's going to be a television program contact which has um some of the work that frg ministry is doing um as part on on national television so we're grateful for that <laughs> exactly <laughs> um danny you might also feature And anyway, we'll we'll see. Okay, God bless you and see you soon and see you next week. Bye. Ciao ciao.